Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to watch more analysis of the stocks in this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the market report videos under the Learning Center. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Every day we're getting conflicting information thrown at us about the stock market, and this is causing confusion. I'm constantly being asked, is the Australian stock market rising? Why is it rising now? And will it keep rising, or should we prepare for a crash? Hello and welcome to this week's Australian Stock Market Report. I'm Dale Gillen, Chief Analyst at Wealth Within, and we are Australia's most trusted stock market educators. Also remember to tune in to our live Australian Stock Market Show every Tuesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Now this is the show where you get to ask us, the experienced stock market experts, to look at your favourite stocks and answer all of your questions. Right now, many are asking why the Australian stock market has been so bullish in recent weeks and months and if it will continue to rise next year. Now, there are a range of different factors that contribute to the direction of the market, and for the most part, it reflects our confidence in business and in the economy. Now, if confidence is high or increasing, the stock market will rise, which creates momentum. How fast or slow the momentum that the Australian stock market will travel is or will be determined by economic factors. The most recent of those being the election outcome and the subsequent RBA rate cut. In my previous reports, I communicated that the stock market was bullish prior to the election. And so what the surprise election outcome did was to increase the speed of the bullish momentum that the market already had. With the RBA interest rate cut, we know that as the cash rate drops, so do returns on cash investments. Therefore, with the cash rate being below inflation, it just makes sense that investors would exit cash investments in favour of stocks to achieve a higher return. When you add this together with the opportunity to also receive capital gains as the assets rise, then it's pretty much a no-brainer to me. This influx into shares has seen the market continue to rise, particularly the banks and many other in the top 20. The strong move up on the All Ordinaries Index the prior week was eclipsed last week with the market gaining another 2%. As for the sectors in the ASX 200 last week, financials were up over 2%. Now given that 8 of the top 20 stocks are in this sector, and the top 20 stocks in the Australian market make up nearly half of the market capitalisation of the All Ordinaries Index, it's no wonder the Australian stock market as a whole is up. Information technology and utilities were the other big movers this week, up over 
Now, of the banks, CBA Macquarie led the banks as they were up around 4% last week, while Coles, another top 20 stocks, also rose strongly to be up over 6% for the week, although I think it's a bit early to be looking at Coles right now. Of the top 100 stocks, Northern Star was up around 11% and Magellan around 10%. Now, Caltex, on the other hand, advised the market of a sharp decline in first-half company profits. Consequently, it was the worst performer of the week, down around 11%. And if you have followed this stock, you'd know that it's down nearly 50% since January 2015. And I can't see any joy there, as it looks to me like there's more downside to come. The All Ordinaries Index has risen over 22% since December 2018 low. And I still believe it will make a new all-time high very soon, and potentially before the end of this month. Although, that is a best-case scenario. Our stock market has risen around 4% this month alone, which is significant considering that June is historically one of the worst-performing months of the year. Given that the RBA is indicating that it may cut interest rates again this year, and possibly on more than one occasion, you'd have to think the transition from cash investments to shares will only increase and support the current rise in our market. Many experts are saying don't move from cash to equities, but having money in an investment that is going backwards in real terms does not seem to be like a smart move to me. Looking at the stocks for last week, Vocus Group was once again in the news, moving from being a top performer to a bottom performer last week as its roller coaster ride continued. Vocus was down over 23% last week after AGL Energy pulled out of a takeover talks. It certainly has been a bumpy past few weeks for Vocus shareholders as the price of this company in the last six weeks has been up as much as 26% and down as much as 40%. In my opinion, this is not a stock you want to own right now, and if anyone is interested, I recommend waiting for the dust to settle. So what do I expect in the market? Well, let's get into the charts for our S&P 500 All Ordinaries Index update for this week. We'll also answer your questions and look at the stocks you've chosen for me. Now, I know I say this every week, but wasn't last week a fantastic week on the Australian stock market? Quite interesting, actually, rising 2% in a really strong week for our market. And I also find it really, really funny when you, as I said in my first part of this report, when you're looking at all the media that comes out each week, whether it's on um, you know, on internet or whether it's on TV, radio, whatever else, and you get so many conflicting stories. No wonder um, everybody's a little bit confused about what to do with their stocks in the market. And and I'm going to be the first person possibly to say this to you, but what happening? what's happening on the overall market itself is probably not much of an interest to you. Really, you just need to keep it focused down and keep it really, really simple. Just looking at the stocks that you own right now or you're looking to own. And the thing is, and I'll say to you, and as I said, I know there's some talk around about the stock market crashing, correcting, all of that sort of stuff. And the thing is, I never worry about that, and you don't need to worry about that ever yourself. And the reason why I say that is you you will never get caught in a crash if you have the right structure and strategy on your portfolio. And you have a couple of simple rules. If you read my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, there are stuff in there, rules in there, that will help you avoid every single crash ever seen that we've ever had in the past and will likely to have any time in the future. Now, I can say that with all comfort, be simply because we, in my book, Accelerate Your Wealth, I trade the top 20 stocks 
from January 2007, before the GFC happened, and it was the biggest crash we'd seen since 1987. So it's a pretty huge crash, and we basically avoided the whole crash, and we still made a bucket load of money. So if you haven't read my book, get into it. But uh, let's go to the chart right now. On the screen, you're going to be seeing a monthly chart of the All Ordinaries Index. Now, if you look here, we've had one, two, three, four, five, Six months up on our marketplace. So all of this year, since that low at the end of December last year, we've been rising nicely. So we are due for a bit of a pullback. That's why I'm saying I think our market will probably come back sometime mid to, to late July, possibly into August. We might get one month down. We may get two months down. But you generally don't see big, long moves up here. So look right back here. One, two, three, four months. One, two, three, four months. Here, one, two, three months. One down. One, two up. Here, one, two, three, up. Even back through here, one, two, three, four. But let's go back a little bit further. So this is out of the GFC. So where my pointer is right now is March 2009, the low of the GFC. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven months. One month down. One, two months up, one down, one, two. So that's what you're seeing. So in this, since 2009, so we're in 2019, so in 10 years, this is the second longest move we've had up in time. Now, obviously, we can look at price, and this is where I keep saying to people, price, pattern, time, uh, if we're looking at all of these. So in that move up to that level there, that 60% that our market moved out of that GFC low to this point, 63, and to that point, 65%. If we look at the current move, and this is why it always pays to look at the bigger picture, the current move, as we look at there, there's 23 0.64%. So that's what we've done there. It hasn't it's the, to the high we had last week. Obviously, it's closed a little bit off that, so it's a little bit lower the actual total figure from that point of view. But again, as I said, we are due for a pullback in the next couple of months. So if we do get one more month up, let's say July is up, then my my suggestion is August and September will probably come down into a low into that. We may even come down into October. But right now, picking the peak of our market is getting a little harder. So it peaks are harder to pick um, from that point of view, but going down into the lows is a little bit easy to pick. That's why I suggested to you in my report last week that we are looking for a couple of weeks down, but I think it'll probably happen in the next couple of weeks. So if we go down into the weekly chart, I think which is this one here, is that a weekly chart? No, it's a monthly one. Let's go to this one. So if we look at our weekly chart, you'll see here last week was such a really big week. Two weeks up. We probably get another week up, maybe two weeks up, and then it'll start coming down. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking going up to around 6,900 points, um, roughly, maybe up to a little bit higher than that over the next coming month. So that's what I'm thinking at the moment. But right now, uh, if you get a really good strong buy signal, take it, but be ready to exit some stocks using some stop losses if you're using them. So that's what I... I'm actually looking for. So let's get into the questions. Now, my first question is from Melody B, who says, Hey, Dale, I'm new to stocks and your channel. I just wanted to say thank you for the information. Always keen to hear about different strategies and especially about stocks I own. And she's got ADT, BRN, Wes Farmers, Coles, and LVT. Some bad stocks, but I started small just to get the feeling for it. Uh, you've given me great knowledge since then. 
and have changed my focus and strategy. I listen daily. Thanks again. Now, obviously, there's a few stocks here, so I'm going to be really, really quick because normally I'd only do one stock, maybe two for each person. But looking at LDT here, you're looking at right now, it's uh, sorry, ADT, <laughs> if I can get it right. Um, it is looking bullish. It's not doesn't have a lot of history, as you can see there from May 2018. And it's been rising since then. So I need to assume it's going to continue to rise until it doesn't. So all I would suggest you to do is put a stop loss on it. Um, I wouldn't really worry about it this in the moment. It's still looking strong. Last week was a really nice strong bar. It had a range of 14 cents. It's it's a million. It's got doing about a million shares last week. Uh, that the one before it was about 684. So it's a low liquid stock. Uh, 1.2 million shares uh, shares there. It's under a dollar. It's not a stock that I would recommend somebody new to the market put into their portfolio. But since you have it. Just stay with it at the moment. While it's rising, stay with it. When it starts to fall, get out of it. Read my book. You'll, under, you'll understand about stop losses on this one. But I would actually definitely put a stop loss on this underneath it just to protect your capital. Let's move on to BRN. So that's Brain Chip Holdings. Um, stock that I definitely wouldn't be in with you. It's uh, We've had a couple of nice weeks through here. Uh, big, big bar here back in May. And it's start currently moving up. Again, I'd stay with this while it's moving because you do own it. So you may get out of it a bit. A price. I don't know what you bought it at, whether you're in a loss or whether you're in a profit with this. Um, but looking at this again, another illiquid type of stock. That's bearish. That right hand side of the chart is sorry, left hand side of the chart looks really, really bearish to me. It's had a lot of volume going through, so I'm assuming there's some sort of announcement that's happened. 225 million shares. It's a 10 cent stock. Again, not a stock for beginners. You need to go and look at the top 20, top 50 stocks and stick there because they won't give you a haircut and they won't take all your money and they're much, much easier to study. A lot of people go in for these under a dollar stocks thinking they're going to make a lot of money out of them, but then they panic because they just don't know where to get out of them and how to money manage them. And it increases your stress level. So again, wouldn't own this stock myself. Very liquid in my book. Um, it's likely to come back down and test this low here at four cents. So again, um, I'm not going to give you a strategy here. You really do need to meet, read my book and work that out uh, from that. West Farmer's great stock. So this is a really, really good pick for yourself. Yes, it went down um, two weeks ago, but it's come back up again. It's in a bullish phase at this point in time since December. Beautifully up there. It's just retraced a little bit. And this is where a lot of people tend to, how do I say it? A lot of people look at the market to determine what they're doing with the stocks. Now, this, this stock came down two weeks ago to that low there at 35.09 and it started to move up. It may have already had its week or two down that I was expecting on the market. So you'll get stocks that go counter to what the market is actually doing. They'll have peaks and troughs outside of where the overall market's having its peaks and troughs. So just manage the stock. Don't look at the market to determine what you're buying and selling. Hopefully that's clear enough for most people. Always look at the stock to whether you should hold it, whether you should buy it or whether you should sell it. Um, but at this point in time, I like West Farmers. It's looking good. A great, great volume. Good stock for more the long term. And again, you need to determine your portfolio, what style of portfolio you're running. So watch our um, our live show recordings. We did one on portfolios a couple of weeks ago. So have a watch of that if you haven't seen that at this point in time. Let's get into Coles, another stock. Whilst Coles is a very, very good business and a big blue chip business in Australia, we don't have a lot of data on it. But again, considering you 
your own it. It is moving up. It was a little bit bearish through that early stages, but it is looking good. Again, I would hold this stock. It is looking good. A big move last week, but what worries me, it had this huge move and came back and it's closed right there. So it'd be interesting to see what it does this week if it does start to pull back to see what it's doing. But again, and just put a stop loss on it, but stay with it. It is a good stock. That was Friday's bar. It was a 38 cent range on that bar closing on its low. So I'd suggest it's probably going to come back into that sort of $13 range if it does do, if it does keep falling this week, but nothing too much to panic about there. And the last one we want to look at, I think is for, for yourself, is a live tease. I, I can't even say that one. It's uh, again, looking at this stock, another under the dollar stock. I'm not sure where you're getting your stock tip but if you got if you have a broker giving you these then i'd suggest you know, find another broker because these shouldn't be recommended to a new trader if you're going to chat forums and places like that to get these stock tips from again stay away from that sort of stuff all too often i see newbies getting into the market don't really know what they're doing and go out into the web and get people who don't know what they're doing telling them what to buy and what to sell and what they should be looking at stay out of these uh, it really is it's not a stock i would be in right now it's moved up for the last couple of weeks i would definitely put a stop loss underneath that level there 42 cents if it fell below that get out pretty much as simple as that if it keeps rising keep bringing your stop loss up but again i, I can't say it enough do not trade stocks like this if you're a beginner now let's move on to the next question that we've got so my question uh, is from mr zero zero timmy um, who says, hey guys, can you check out RRL or Regis Resources out for me? Um, uh, the stock has the green light finishing two weeks in a row higher than my trend line on a weekly chart. Interesting there. I think I've got it there. There's RRL. Um, the stock has a green light finishing two weeks in a row higher than my trend line. I have no idea what that actually is supposed to mean. Um, from that point of view, I think it, he means, or the person means a downtrend line. It's looking good at the moment. I like this stock. Um, it is moving up. It's been, if you look on the left-hand side of the chart, it's quite bullish. And again, this one's came down one, two, three months. So where the market's been moving up, this is moving, was moving down. Now, currently this month, which is those last few weeks, it's moving up. So therefore, another stock that was been going a little bit counter-cyclical to what the market is. I think it's a good stock to hold and, and keep looking at this stock. As I said, if you own it, keep holding it. I think it's all right at this point in time. So let's move on to the next uh, question. Uh, it's Daniel K. says, hi, Dale. I'm watching um, Oz Minerals, or OZL, and from observing its past three months of data, I'm wondering if it passes $9.60 and stays above whether it would be a stock to consider buying. Also, this company is opening a new mine that uh, if information does help too. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that one, but Oz Minerals. Basically, three months of data is basically useless to you unless you're really short-term trading. And even then, it's almost next to useless to you. And uh, I'd suggest you watch tomorrow night's show. Uh, we're talking about um, things like daily, weekly charts, those sorts of things. It'll help you really understand what I'm talking about here. Is, is uh, I did get a chart from somebody during the week, and they're saying, "Have a look at this. You know, can you have a look at this stock for me?" And it was a, a, a chart over a year. It's a daily chart over a year on a stock, and that's again pretty useless to people. And most people overestimate um, how much data you can get from three months. As you see here, we always, always, always 
have a monthly chart up on the screen and look weekly. It's rare for you to see me click onto a daily chart. So if I'm a professional and that's what I'm doing, maybe that's a big hint for what you should be looking at. Um, I'm not being rude to anybody, but again, you know, if a professional's doing this, why don't you do that too? It just makes sense to me. This stock is going up. It's bullish. I like it at this point in time. It's had two strong weeks going up. I think it's going to continue to go up. I think it'll go through that $11. Let it run while it's going. And again, set stop losses on it. Uh, next question is from Francis Migliore. He, uh, he says, hi, just wondering what your thoughts are on CSL. Again, another great stock. So Wes Farmers, uh, great stock. Coles, a great stock. Oz Minerals and this one. They're my favorite ones out of what I'm seeing tonight. Have a look at that on your screen. Doesn't that look pretty? And, and that's really what you want to see. Um, stocks like CSL, Cochlear, Wes Farmers, you know, those sorts of stocks are looking really, really good. Uh, the only thing that sort of worries me a little bit is that trend is not, it, it's quite sustainable through here. It's beautiful uptrend. Only last week, if you see there, you can see it open low, pushed right up, came and closed lower than it did the week before. So I'd suggest we might see one or two weeks down, sort of like this again. So just sit back and wait. But I think uh, it may not be too far. But interesting to see whether it breaks through that 232.69. It could be overdue for a bit of a pullback, this stock. So, again, not saying get out of it. While stocks are moving up, stay with them. Don't just get out thinking, oh, it's getting high risk or I don't know where to get out and sell. Always have rules. Trade on confirmation, not speculation. But right now, CSL looks good. If it doesn't break through that whole time high and starts to fall away, that's when I'd be looking at getting out and having some rules on that. But for now, I think that's looking really, really good. So really good questions from people. Remember to watch next uh, on Tuesday night, tomorrow night, Tuesday, between 7 and 8 p.m. I'll be chatting about daily charts, weekly charts, how you can make money, and the million-dollar mistake that most traders are making uh, when they're looking at charts on the screen. So I'll see you then. That's it for me. Goodbye, good luck, and good trade. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.